Hello, welcome once again to Sarcasm Colored Glasses, and I'm your host, Critical J. And today we are here to talk about yet another uh, long-awaited release. Um, now, you know, uh, I, I can't even say pandemic-free, <laughs> but like a pandemic moving forward sort of-ish as far as movies coming out. Um, uh, Suicide Squad uh, Part 2? sort of i guess um it's i mean it's not a reboot because you know it's I, we're assuming that the events that in the first one happened continued on but it's not like necessarily part two but it's you know but it's kind of i don't know whatever but the new suicide squad movie um by james gunn from guardians of the galaxy how could it not be awesome um so first let me get a little bit of press preface about this one first um so the first suicide first suicide squad movie um i, I do i want to say controversial um mixed reviews let's say so let me just first say that i did not mind that movie and i enjoyed that movie was there a lot wrong with it absolutely is there tons of different ways where i think it could have been better Yes, and things that I would have liked to have seen, yes. But as a whole, I did enjoy it. Um, it um, you know, I mean it's major and I agree with all the faults, you know. I mean it was it was rushed into, it was choppy. Um the scenes kind of like went from jumping from here to there to there. There wasn't much backstory, even though they released the additional 20 minutes um after the fact like way after the fact and i already told you guys how i feel about that um if you have 20 minutes it's gonna make the movie better and more cohesive why not just release it in the first place why, why do we have to go through this back and forth still you know you're wasting my ticket money um and um so was it better with the additional 20 minutes yes was it as ground shattering different as Batman versus Superman with that 20 minutes added? No, it just added a little bit more in there, a little bit more Joker scenes, a little bit more Harley exposition, um, a little more chatter between them passing from scene to scene so it's not as choppy. You see how they get from point A to point B. Um, but was it like, you know, like, oh my God, this is a whole totally different movie? No, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, and so, you know, I, I see all of those, like, I agree. I agree with all those things that people say about it that were, you know, like, disappointing or whatever. Was the villain trash? Yeah. Was the story weak? Yeah. But, you know, did Will Smith and Margot Robbie save and make the movie? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, it was, that was one of those movies where, like, uh, and I've probably said this before, but, like, you know, the the cast made the movie. Um it wasn't the story, it wasn't the action, it wasn't anything else. It was really just the cast. If they had cast different people in there, we'd be having a completely different talk right now about that previous movie. But however, now we have our new version, and is um, and as I said, you know, directed by James Gunn, who um absolutely love, you know, I mean Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like it's got that very unique twist of being ha having very natural funniness to it. You know, it's not slapsticky. Um, or, you know, it's not like, um, I'm telling a joke here. It's like very fluid. Um, well being, you know, like crazy and stuff, but also having like a very cohesive storyline is following in like, and it builds their, their characters very well. Um, this one, and I'm, and I'm also going to say like this, it's going to be pretty much spoiler free. Um, because, uh, as a, you know, it is a, 
something that was released in streaming but is also released in the movies and right now some people are actually going out to the movie so you know you know my policy usually if something's streaming then i say you know what's holding you back from watching it so you know you could sit down and watch it then come down and listen so then we talk about it fully but you know the fact that some people are actually wanting to wait to go out into the movies and you know like i will give i will give a little leeway and give this a uh, you know, as we used to do things, you know, with the movies, like give it a little bit of spoiler frame. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more some other time. Or if you want to talk about a one on one, totally down with that. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so how did I feel about this movie? Like, well, one, like I, I had high expectations because of, you know, the director, because of the amazing cast that uh, has been added into this one and like huge cast, too. Um, and also it's super cool having like these you know, um, not familiar supervillains or um, anti-heroes or whatever in this particular movie, but like ones that you're not familiar with. And, you know, ones that even I'm not familiar with, like uh, I could not tell you the story behind Polka Dot Man, Weasel or Ratcatcher, Ratcatcher 2. Or if you told me that these, you threw these names at me, I'd be like, who? I'd be like somebody who never read comics before. But these are people from the comics. And that is something that is, um, it's something because it's like, it shows that you're doing your homework. You're actually taking something from source material, but you're not, you're not rehashing stories that everybody and their mother has heard before. You know, it's like, we all know, like everybody knows how Batman came about. Everybody knows how Superman came about on all of this stuff. Um. So it's really just giving different perspectives or different twists on those particular characters. But when you have a completely unknown character that, hey, maybe somebody was a fan of this person, you know, growing up, um, which would be weird because really weird characters with really weird stories and powers. But um, but it happened, you know, and it and it obviously it happened, you know, the directors and writers must have known these people, too um for having a choice to use them and and i found that super interesting and you know that that's something that i that i uh, exceptionally like about this movie um it's you know and also sometimes too they do take characters out and but then they like make them like make no sense or they have ones that kind of like placeholders um so you know it, it it's true source materials correct source material as far as i know and um but it, i don't know so like you know i wouldn't know the difference and it's not something that seems so wildly off that doesn't wouldn't seem like it came out of comic you know um they're like rounded stories and they you know they um build these characters up well for the most part because like it is and it's funny because like uh you know, it starts off and you're like, all these characters. And it turns out being about, well, well, and then there's these other characters, okay? So um, it, it doesn't hash out everyone because it's a huge, huge thing. It's kind of like, you know, I hate to compare anything to like, you know, um, X-Men Last Stand. But, you know, like having all those different characters, you can't possibly delve into them. But I do have to say that they did a good job of why they didn't delve into the ones that they didn't, but then the ones that they did, they actually did make sure that they were paying attention to them and giving them stories, life, personality. And um, that's something where, you know, like, well, the other ones suffered. You know, you had it for your three main characters and everybody else was just kind of filler, you know? Um, they gave them a little bit of stuff, but, you know, they didn't get as much time as they really did deserve. Um, because you're rushing through everything else. Um, 
and you know or like uh you know as far as like the villain went you know it's like very very base level and uh this one is both multi-tiered villainy also so you're not only like focusing on your your anti-heroes um but you're also giving like this isn't just like oh we're out there to get this bad guy you know there's different levels of stuff going on there's a lot of different surprises that pop up um which is always something that's great about a movie and something that was very much lacking from the original because it was just that singular straight line you know um there's like slightly little bits of gray but it was like a splash of gray this one like huge gray area area as far as right and wrong and stuff like that and good and bad and villainy and all that stuff like that which is something that really is at the heart of suicide squad because these are villains but they're villains with I don't want to say say a purpose, but they're they're villains with a code, and they're villains that aren't necessarily they're not like you know like the um, hey I'm doing bad to do bad you know, um, and which is actually kind of like a, a line that I really don't like that Harley spits out in the first one. You know, it's like we're the bad guys. You know, we're supposed to do this stuff, and that's and that's kind of like the whole feel of what it was. Is like they're bad guys. They're supposed to do bad, but then when they end up doing good, then it, you know it didn't feel as right. You know, but like while this one, they gave more background to it, and that they're you know why they are they're bad or why they are villainized because they're not necessarily bad. It's just how they ended up in these situations, um, which is. Like I said, depth, and that is something that you want from any movie, and especially it should be something that should be part of comic book movies because we don't want them to be just straight uh, mind blowing action. You know, if you want mind blowing action, go watch a mind blowing action movie. Like we want, we whether whether we grew up on these characters or we're somebody that's introduced into it later into this culture. We, we want them to be treated just like everything else, like, you know, treated like a drama, treated like everything where, you know, um, you feel the characters should have realistic storylines, um, even though the fact that there's superpowers and all this other weird shit going on, um, you know, on top of actually having a good story, good villainy, um, multi-tiered uh Grey's area, all that stuff, you know, it also was, you know, it, it was very funny too. And, you know, fun and funny. So, you know, the jokes made sense. And just like Guardians and Galaxy, they, they were fluid, you know, it's not, you know, um, one-liners or something. It's just something like, you know, it's like real life, you know, you're, you're hanging out with your buds and, you know, something happens somebody throws out a little zinger or something you know and but it's a zinger that makes sense it's not like a stand-up comedy you know um where it's like hey i'm a funny guy or hey i've gotta you know like break this awkward silence with something it was stuff that made sense um you know again harley was awesome with that um but like not overboard it was something where she flowed with it um a lot more than like like hey i'm crazy harley quinn i have to say something crazy or i have to say something you know like some funny joke or whatever because i'm joker's girlfriend or whatever it was you know just like you know like really showing her craziness and her you know uh how she shifts from this or that or whatever and how her mind doesn't really work the same as others do in normal situations um but like also delving very deep into it 
And so there was so much about that. Um, like I, I love the fact that, you know, um, I, and I'm trying not to spoil things, but, um, you know, like stuff is happening and, you know, and, you know, Harley handles things in her Harley manner. Um, and, uh, the one, the one interesting thing that I did see, um, and actually, you know what I, John Cena was actually very good too. He's somebody where, um, I find that it's always like these guys that were former wrestlers, they work in certain things, you know, and sometimes like it takes them a while to break out of that wrestling persona. Um, like Dave Baptista, um, perfect example, um, you know, with, with Drax, that was not his wrestling character. Um, and you know, when he was in a, was that thing, Day of the Dead, Army of the Dead or whatever the hell the thing is on Netflix, um, he broke out of that persona and I've seen him not other things where he's he's an actor he's not you know like hey i'm the big bruiser um former wrestler so this is my role you know and i'm gonna my fight scenes are gonna be like me pile driving somebody like it's freaking what was it them that roddy pipe roddy roddy piper movie oh god um but anyway um so John Cena is like, he's somebody where like, you know, I've seen him a couple different things, you know, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know, he, he's kind of like, I, he's not only does he look like him, but he's got that kind of Marky Mark, um, can I say Marky Mark now? It's like Mark Wahlberg. Um, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I am a child of the 90s, so I cannot look or hear or anything without thinking about Marky Mark. No, I'm not picturing him, in, you know, dance around his underwear, you know, like, uh, about good vibrations and whatever shit i do acknowledge him as an actor but i still feel like he's like you know i don't know it's like he he's kind of stuck in certain roles and sometimes it works and you know but like he has that way of speaking that you know it's the same way like will smith um shia labeouf um these these actors that are always and i don't want to blame the actor um because you know they are typecast in these particular roles but at the same time they also you know, you know, when they're giving off their persona and like, and I get that they have a persona, but it's like, as an actor, you should, you know, be like a Gary Oldman where like, you're different in every single thing. You know, that's acting. Acting isn't just like reading lines off, you know, with your personality, um, you know, it's acting like the character you are given. And, uh, and I get it. Sometimes you're stuck because they give you the character that is like your personality and whatever. But, you know, we know that there's tons of bad libs and whatever. And also like, you shaping the characters and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, John Cena, <laughs> he, he is somebody who like, you know, like, like I said, he works sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Um, and, and one of the things where it's really hard to work with is comedy um, because it's hard to take him seriously being funny because like he, you know, he's got that very like army tone to him. Um, but then, you know, trying to say jokes and stuff, but like in, in this one, it worked out really well. Um, and he also, when he got serious, shit got real. Um, and I think that he really embodied what the character was, um, rather than like, Hey, we got John Cena in a movie. <laughs> um, so, uh, my props to him and the writing, directing and everything like that for giving him the opportunity to do this. 
So, um, yeah, you know, like I have to say, like, you know, like Suicide Squad, I will like, and I know people are going to have mixed reviews and there's always going to be mixed reviews, but that's why we're talking about stuff like this, right? Um, what sense would it be if we're just like, everybody agrees and why would you listen to reviews? Because they're like, well, everybody says the same thing, but no, you got to get different perspective. And I always try to give the, like, uh, you know, like different kind of views, like take everything, like I'll show you the good, I'll show you the bad. That's what I do here. Um, so, um, and then, you know, let you judge for yourself, but I, you know, personally, I enjoyed it a lot and I think that it is very enjoyable and it's a huge upgrade from the first movie. And it's, uh, and it's also showing that DC is going in the right, right way, you know, taking their characters a little bit more seriously. Um, and then not just like spitting out movies, just to spit out like, Hey, you know, we've got to do Justice League. Hey, we've got to do these guys. Hey, we've got to do these guys. Um, but actually making a quality of movie and something that can, you know, can work into the universe with everything else. And I could see this having another one. And actually I could see this having another one with another group, you know, and that's kind of like, even if you've watched like the Suicide Squad um, animated movies, because like, like I've said before, WB animation does an incredible job of things. That's why it's so frustrating when they struggle with live action because they've got the story there. So all you have to do is take that story and put it out there and say, that's it. I mean, but you're, if you're struggling with story and you have something that has really good story, why not just take from that? You know, or at least take the same ideas or, you know, not necessarily just write the same thing, but it's like there's reasons why that story is good. Just take those same reasons and, you know, use the formula. But anyway, if you watch any Suicide, suicide Squad um, animated movies, you know, great stories but they're also shifting characters you have your core but you also have your rotating you know like oddball that pops into there you know so i can see them doing again like you know it's like okay so you know we've got we've got harley and Bloodsport now and um and then the crew that they're with um you know maybe ratcatcher 2 will be there again maybe she won't be who knows but the, that's the way suicide squad works and um actually even like hinted like in going through the the exposition of everything which they did a lot better more a lot well, more better a lot better in, the, in this one rather than that quick five seconds um you know introduction of why we're pulling people out of prison um you know you actually see the, the particular characters a little bit more but there is the opportunity of saying like hey you can pull other guys out of there you know so who knows and that's 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 really what you're doing too is you're opening the door to more so we could see a third movie with different people and um something else going on or you know like while having like your core and or maybe your core shifts like you kind of did with this one you know uh, and so i'm looking forward to that i'm excited about the movie it's uh you should be excited about it whether you're watching at home on hbo max um which i have to say that that is the best freaking thing that they done um there's so much content on there and they're re they're really they're really um doing a good job at making that streaming service worth it um but you know or you're just going out to movies and you know it's it's not crazy busy um so you know maybe go out depends on how convenient it is for you way more convenient for me to watch at home so i'm watching at home but you know there uh, i definitely do want to see uh the, the 10 rings which i don't have an option to see at home so you know, I'll probably go out to see that, see how we can work that thing out. Who knows? Whatever. Anyway, I hope your prescription is filled oh, and that you're seeing clearly. Follow me on social media. Um, you've got HJism the, on Twitter. 
or hashtag spelled out hashtag JSM on Instagram. And we could chat about anything or throw some things out there. Maybe you want to say like, hey, Jay, you want to um, talk about this movie or that I started this great show? Maybe um, I'd love to hear a view on that. Let's stuff like that. I got plenty of stuff lined up. Don't you worry, because um, as I said before, the world is changing. We're getting our stuff back and there's lots of stuff to talk about. So anyway, until next time, guys, um, keep it sarcastic.